Hello and welcome to Dungeoneered, a podcast dedicated to discussing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. Wow, that was slow. Let's well, do this. Well, <laughs> Is it, the rock star not kicked in yet, Josh? Huh? No. Want to sleep at the what mic? I heard on my side was, hello, I'm... And it like cut out and it didn't, I didn't get any of the, your name in there. So I was unsure of either Wait, what did one. it sound like again? What did it sound like again? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't sure if it cut out or if you actually heard or you like stopped saying your name partway through. I thought you just fell asleep at the mic or something and I was going to have to go like wake you up. No, this rock star should should do it just fine. Um, Uh, That's so gross. It's nasty. Do you get like a sugar-free one or do you get like the full-blown like... Of course, sugar-free. But doesn't that make it worse? I'm going to get (laughs) sugar-free. But doesn't it make it taste worse? No. No? No. I thought sugar-free stuff always tastes worse. Nope. Like Coke, for example. Uh, I mean, it really depends how much you really cared about the sugar being in there. I don't, so... I mean... Yeah, I mean, sugar's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't really care about the sugar being in there, so... Do you like Red Bull, too? Yes. It's not my favorite because it's overpriced. Ah, so Rockstar, Rockstar is your go-to. I think every time at well, DDS no. you have one of those too. Yeah, it's because I buy them in a big pack because they're cheaper that way. Um, my yeah, anytime I'm gonna stay up late, I'm just like, let's just bring an energy drink. Um, but no, my favorite would have to be Nos, and I'm not really sure why we're talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> my, true, <laughs> my favorite is Nos, and it's 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 kind of a citrusy flavor is the the base flavor, and it's really delicious. Um. But I've had a once sip in of my NOS, life, the only energy drink I've ever had. Once in my life, I found sugar-free NOS, and it tasted pretty much the exact same as regular NOS, which was awesome. Um, I've never been able to find it again, though. Never. And I'm like, where is this sugar-free NOS? And so since I'm an adult, as I said, and I buy sugar-free, the only one I can find uh, is... NOS is out of the question, then. Yeah, NOS is out of the question. Uh, I mean, they got to get on their game. They'd they'd earn a customer. If they well, make no, they sugar have free. they have sugar, for, or at least they had it at one point because I found one. Can you buy it on like? Can you buy it on like Amazon or something? I haven't found it, so I don't know. But it's been a while since <laughs> well, I looked. Well, we <laughs> now that we've just talked for three minutes about energy drinks, yeah, we should probably get off the lukewarm open. Which I thought. So I thought to myself, you know. Lukewarm open isn't 100% how I meant it to be. And so I kind of want to go back to the roots of what I meant it to be. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, no, Aaron, does that mean we're going back to the days of potato wedges and chairs? And I say to you that yes, in a way, in a way, but a little bit more thought out, but in a way. So what I'm thinking is I kind of want to test, kind of want to test our creative abilities with lukewarm open okay i don't want to you know it's been easy you know what i'm saying it's been like hey yeah, let's make street. a bandit We're on group. easy street yeah, yeah yeah hey let's make a witch or something you know like it's been easy easy yeah. easy mode so i'm thinking that i kind of want to step up the game now with this new version of the lukewarm open where it's going to be like a a pretty good um, a good run here of uh, kind of what I'm planning, but I'm going to start still a little bit easier and then we're going to build up as we go until we find something or I find something that we can't make in D&D that I think would be interesting. And so I we're got starting a little off lost there easy. during that, but okay, we'll start off easy. You got, you got, you got lost. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. No, no, no. I okay. was just a little, conv- okay. Okay. So we're going to start off easy. Okay. And I want to take like normal things that you wouldn't really think about in D&D and try and put them into D&D in a unique, interesting, fun way. And so the first item, the first thing that we're going we're gonna to discuss, and this can be one minute, this can be ten minutes, however long we feel like going, is a chalice. How would you do something unique and different the Holy with just Grail. a chalice? The Holy Grail. I feel like that's not unique, though, and interesting. The Holy Grail is just... What, would you put, like, a bunny outside of it or something? <laughs> a man-eating bunny? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, 
I thought up of one thing right off the bat, right when I said chalice. The problem is I'm not exactly sure what you're looking for here. Like, I could just put a chalice on a table that the players will encounter. Yeah, if you want it to it be do? important, what? it could be a mimic. It could be, like, there's a million things you could do with a chalice. Yeah, but what does it do? Who made it? Why do they have it? What's the deal? Not just, you know, a chalice sitting on a table. Or, it's a mimic you know, chalice that chalice. its whole goal is that it cleans itself when the when the master's done drinking from it. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> How does that work? It's a creature, so it can walk. So as soon as he's done drinking from this chalice, the chalice will walk over, clean itself, and then come right back, full of a new, a more where drink. Would you, where would you put this? What would you? Where would you have this? A wizard would, tower. Like, a group of people. It would probably be an old be wizard, wizard tower, tower, and it would be an, an an enemy that they would have to face because they would just see this golden chalice. They'd go to pick it up, and it bites them. <laughs> like they got it. Well. I also think it'd be kind of funny, like, it's, like, it's, like, golden, it has cool, like, gems and stuff, and you go to pick it up, and it, like, runs away, like, it moves a little bit, so you, that like, too. It, you could do that. You, you're, like, you you're, like, you were sure that like, you were right on away. it, but it seems to not be in your grasp Just, like, when you close out your of hand. Way. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I mean, that's, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. My idea, when I, my first idea that popped in my head would be, like, some sort of teleport, like, you grab it and you teleport somewhere like you just you grab it and all of a sudden you teleport to some sort of plane but i don't know where you would go or what what would be the purpose of it dining room like some sort of like it would be like a fancy dining hall you teleport to like a a like a beautiful dining room <laughs> in in the shadowfell or the feywild one of those or maybe it's like a mixture That's... it's like a mixture between the shadowfell and the feywild it's kind of this weird intermediary plane and it's what the this set of dishes it's it's like a whole set of dishes that you that you each one teleports to this place it's supposed to bring members of high ranking members of people in the feywild and high ranking members of people in the shadowfell and it kind of brings them together to discuss whatever and so you it's could... kind of like this emergency thing see i like this idea a lot i like this idea a lot but you could you could also go with like a Alice in Wonderland Mad Hatter tea set thing like mm -hmm. somebody grabs this chalice and they're teleported to like a feast table and there's just like you know like the Mad Hatter like weird like weird people having like yeah, a yeah and you a meet Shugora <laughs> that'd be kind of fun though that'd be a really fun D and D encounter mm -hmm. I don't know what purpose you'd use that for though yeah this I don't is like a fun time filler I use time fillers all the time. I think that'd be kind of fun. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Like one person, and then everybody in the other, like, like the rest of the people in the party would have to figure out like where they went, what the heck happened. Would the chalice go with them, or would it stay there? Go with them. Yeah, I like that. I think I like that. And how would they get back? Do they have, they to, have to do like the Shiogoras thing? Whatever Shiogoras yeah. wanted them to do. <laughs> now, anybody who doesn't know what I'm saying here when I say Shiogora, he's one of the. Uh, Oh gosh, I'm forgetting what they're called now. The Daedra Lords. Princes? Yeah, the Daedra yeah. Daedra Lords I think of Daedra Princes or Daedric yeah, Daedric Lords. Yeah, Daedric Princes or something like that. Of uh the Elder Scrolls series, so Skyrim, Oblivion, and those ones. Um and so he has these he always has a really interesting he's like the Daedric Prince of um like madness. So he always has weird yep. Mad Hatter crazy like stuff. I think that would be that'd be really fun though. Like, uh, you grab like one party member grabs this chalice, and then they would like get something afterwards. Like, if they completed whatever he, they get the Wabajack. Like, whatever you, it would just be the Wabajack, <laughs> just like you get in Skyrim. You could, you could literally steal it. You literally could steal it from Skyrim. You could like yeah, summon it. One hundred percent. It's it's the Wabajack, and it does random magic from the front of it. You can put a spell slot so into fun. it, and it randomly rolls a spell of that level. Yeah, that'd be so fun. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, so you yeah, give see, it a five level like that. slot, slot do and you roll open. and see what happens. That's that would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, this is what I want to do with Lukewarm Open. Random, dumb items that you would normally not really think about too much, and then create something unique and different. And I want to go until we find something that's just impossible. It's probably never gonna happen. Let's be honest. Yeah. But something that until we just can't like come up with something interesting, and then then uh, that's done with Lukewarm Open. <laughs> Now I freaking adore this Wabajack idea, and I I'm gonna 100% put a Wabajack in my oh, yeah. world. 
Oh, I'm I'm putting a magic chalice that if you teleport, you're teleporting to the Mad Hatter. You're teleporting to the uh, Daedric Prince's area, and you're getting this weird magic item if you complete his task. <laughs> yep. Okay. Anyways, on real to topic. the topic. Yes. So, this week I went on a little journey through the Forgotten Realms wiki, going from one article to the next and really exploring the space. I found a few cool articles and creatures, but sadly I couldn't find enough information to talk about the dragon Chardan Ciara Vitrol, also known as Ebon Death. But I found another cool topic, a city called Mole Master, or the City of Danger, as it's also known. Did you say Mole Master? Like like uh, the, fr- the little beasts that dig holes in the ground? M-U-L. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, M-U-L. <laughs> M-A-S-T-E-R. Now, the best advertisement <laughs> for Mole Master is this quote. This is a city of the Moon Sea North. Look upon it and know how wretched human greed can be. This is a city driven by the lust for power and the greed for gold. Is it not splendid? Is it not matchless? Mole Master is a city-state, as the quote stated, in the Moon Sea North, an area in the north of Faerun, it's cold and harsh, but is butted up against the Moon Sea, and the Moon Sea is surrounded by several city-states do- dominated by evil despots. Again, I'm going to put a quote here because it describes the Moon Sea perfectly. The Moon Sea is rich indeed, but it is a hard place to live, cold, brutal, and dangerous, and it makes the men who live there something much the same, tempering the soft iron of their spirits into cold, sharp steel. Oh, dang. For most of Mole Master's life, it is controlled no land beyond its walls. But despite that, it is stood as an indomitable fortress. Mole Master is the first city I have heard described as just as unpleasant to walk through as it is to eke out a, li- a life in. Wait, so what is... Okay, wait, I'm lost. What is this city? What is, it's just like, a city. Place? What is this? It's a city. It's just a city? It's just it- like a terrible dread city it's what a is, city, like i'm confused okay yeah we haven't gotten to what it is it's a city state in the north by okay. in an area called the moon sea north and it's an area that kind of surrounds this large sea called the moon sea which is kind of like the mediterranean how there's a bunch of like areas around it and it's this hive of trade but unlike the mediterranean this place is really 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 cold and really hard to live in Got it, okay. Yeah, and it, it is the first city that I've heard described as just as unpleasant to walk through as it is to eke out a life there. It has rotting yeah, fish not, and molten, not sound great. molten slag smelling the place up. It was much like a classic medieval society before they had working toilets. Molemaster is a city built in a crevice between mountains. Built up on these mountains is where the nobility and the rich live, and all the refuse and trash just gets rolled down the street, making the lowest parts of the city the grossest to reside in. That's that's nasty. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> because of this, the harbor, being the lowest point in the city, has become the most dilapidated and dangerous, as the only people residing there are only there because they have to, and it has become rife with crime. The harbor is also a great demonstration of the ruler of Molemaster's power, as it is a graveyard of all those who have gone against the High Blade. Now, Molemaster is run uh, and governed by the Blades, a council of 16. This council is led by the ruling High Blade, as I said. Currently and historically, the High Blade has gotten their way through coercion of the other council members and the Mom. Mole Masterite Nobility. Weird word. Mole Masterite? It's the name of people that live there. Mole Masterites. Yeah. That's an interesting... That's an interesting... Uh, interesting way to... I, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I don't know if I liked it either. I didn't I didn't leave very much. Um, Is this supposed to make you feel, like, gross? Because it makes me feel gross. <laughs> Oh, the place is very gross. Um, there's a lot of issues there. Uh, uh, one of the stories that I have from that place 
uh, from Mole Masterite or the Mole Master, um, is there's a, a guy named Selfaril. Uh, I'm totally going to screw up this last name. Uo Umdolfin. <laughs> I feel like you screwed up that name. <laughs> I feel like you were right. It's U O U M. Sorry. It's not UWU. <laughs> it's U O U M. So Uom Dolphin. Uom Dolphin. I don't know. It's one word, so I don't know. Um, but he was one of these high high blades, this these rulers of the city. And he ruled for 27 years until his twin brother, Rassendil, oh you 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 ohm dolphin. Seized power and replaced him in a coup. And so that is that is just the constant history of this place. People are constantly being overthrown over like it, it is so it is in such turmoil politically. It is terrible. It's one of the worst places to be um, in my uh, writing of the title of this of this episode i called it mole master and creating a hive of scum and villainy (laughs) (laughs) yes now in this type of society you can assume that the guards can't be very good and this is where you'd be wrong no no wait actually you'd be very very right because the city watch of, (laughs) (laughs) because the city watch of mole master were little more than hired goons run it's like riften in skyrim um, no, it's way worse. Rifton, right? It's probably oh, it's a million God. times worse than that. Uh, because they are run closer to a street gang than a government agency. The City Watch regularly oh, no. extort citizens for with protection rackets and would do no end of dirty work for the right price. The only good thing that the City Watch ever did was run out thieves' guilds and organized crime but they didn't do it for the safety of their citizens or to protect anyone. They did it because they were competitions for their own criminal behaviors. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this place sounds just like an j- absolute joy. Oh, yeah, it's way worse than Riften. <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Now, w- another sign that this place is pretty terrible is there's a god that we've talked about previously, Shar, and she is... Let's say not the greatest person. Uh, yeah, remind me who she is again. She's the mistress of the night, the goddess of darkness and the caverns of the Forgotten Realms. She's a neutral evil greater deity and is the twin of Saloon, who's a, this good deity, and they just constantly fight. Got it. Okay. She provides over caverns, darkness, dungeon, forgetfulness, loss, night, secrets, and the underdark. And she's done a lot of bad things like trying to take over all of magic and things like that. And this is one of the few places in the Faerun where they're they're like, yeah, you can worship Shar, go for it. We don't care. Just to add on to their list of bad decisions. Okay, so she so she's she's the goddess of darkness and stuff. Does she also she also like the goddess of like thieves and whatever because of the she's the goddess of darkness? Is that like the reason? I don't think so. She's just evil. Oh, yeah. She's just, she's an evil deity that has tried to take over magic. So I I explained in a previous episode that magic is like this, is, it's called the weave, and it's over all of the world. And every time you cast a spell, it partially breaks this weave, and the goddess of magic, Mistra, will repair it. And that's how magic keeps going. And, Shar said, screw that. I want to be just as powerful as Mistra. I'm going to make my own weave and destroy hers. Got it. Yeah, I remember this. Okay, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so she's done a lot of bad things. and <laughs> a lot of Had a lot of cultists try to do terrible things. And yeah, not a great person. And Mole Master's like, yeah, go ahead. We love to- Shar worshippers. Come here. You're safe. We don't care. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to read the culture section, um, just like the first two sentences of the culture section of this wiki. Um, 
Uh, I can't imagine it's good. <laughs> Interesting and troubling sights were an everyday occurrence in Molemaster. Travelers in the city could just as readily encounter dogfighting matches on the street as they could exotic beasts from the Shining Lands or the worshippers of dark gods engaging in ritualistic bouts of self-flagellation. Gosh, this place. What a wonderful place this to live. Place, this place. Like, this is like if somebody were to sit down and they're like, okay, you know, my creative world building, I need like a city that's like the opposite side of the law. But then I want to like multiply it by a million and then we have and then we take it even a step further and and go even further that's pretty much what this is this is this this who made this who who who's responsible for this <laughs> who is i are you saying like who is the the writer that invented this place or yeah who what character who, who is made this? this um this, whoever this is they're messed up <laughs> meanwhile we create like cannibal cults <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, one of the uh, powerful people in the world of the Forgotten Realms called Elminster Amr, he, he quote, his quote is, even when it's quiet in Molemaster, it's not really quiet. You can hear the sounds of everyone who's still awake plotting. Always plotting. Oh, sounds like that's, a a, that's a cool, that's a cool description. I like that a lot. Always <laughs> plotting, so there's a, there's a um, there was a place called Zentil Keep. Um, I actually wrote uh, a previous episode about it, but I felt like it was too unknown and kind of weird to talk about, so I was like, oh, let's not talk about it. Um, but I have, as I've continued to do research on the Forgotten Realms, Zentil Keep just keeps popping up, and I'm like, okay, maybe this is an important place. Um, but at one point, it is kind of destroyed. Um, yeah, so it, at one point it was destroyed, and I think they've brought it back since from my research. But again, Elminster states about Zentel Keep and its destruction why are you so happy that Zentel Keep is undone? Now Mole Master will rise to fill its vacancy. Believe me, that is scarcely cause for celebration. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nope. Dude, this place is so messed oh, up. It's, it's great. Now, this is what they do with magic in Molemaster. Now, <laughs> they regulate magic in their city. So every magic user is forced to join their mage's college. Uh, and their mage's college... I'm forgetting the title. Hold on one second. Um, uh, it's the Brotherhood of the Cloak, is what it's called. And you are forced to join this group. And the students become used as pretty much just like the title of them is you already know how bad this is. They're called social overseers. Wait, what do they do? Wait, what? What do they do then? They what turn they... their they tu they use mages in their city. They force them to join this mage college and they turn them into what's called social overseers. They use invasive magic like detect thoughts to make sure that every citizen is devoted to the ruling power. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a terrible city to live in, guys. So, what do they what do they do if you're not? Do they like kill you? Oh, definitely. Oh, 100% or at least like force like do something to make you fall in line pretty much. Because as I said earlier, the harbor underneath the water in the harbor is a graveyard of just everybody who has defied the ruler of the city. Like, full-on, like, cement their legs and throw them in the harbor. Like, straight-up mafia shit. <laughs> yeah, dang. Dude, this is... And the entire city's like this. Yep. Like, the entire city. Oh, it's horrible. And Did even they... where it's not like this, there are mages that are constantly detecting your thoughts to make sure you don't have any sort of signs of revolution or resistance. So then do they, like... Okay, do they, like impact other cities and nations all around the earth like world then like how does that work um not really because they don't I'd control imagine. very much land outside of it's literally just this city and the trade within it because they're heavily invested in this kind of moon sea trade and so they don't like so they don't have like operating thieves guilds and stuff that operate around the world then no 
they just stick to their own revelry. Yep, they're in pretty. S- their giant cesspool. Yep, yep. It's a pretty horrible place to live. Now that is what I have for Mole Master, and I was thinking we'd create our own. As I said earlier, hive of scum and villainy. Yes. So now we get to be the people that people can blame when we create something absolutely horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, then we're let's do it. Let's do it. What do we? How do we want to start? What do we want to do? History. Do we want to make a leader? What do we want to do? How do we want to start this? This is. I say well, let's start important. from. Let's start from like step one. Who like creates this city? Like how yeah. Started. Who creates this city yeah. and why is it created? Hmm. Well, actually, let's start. Let's start. Where is the city? Do you want it to be on like a coast, on an island, in the very middle, near the plateau, maybe? Hmm. There's okay. There's a part of me that. There's two places that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking one is like a uncharted territory that's like incredibly dangerous and terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much where all of almost like an Australia thing back in the day, like all of these prisoners and people have just been shipped off to. Yeah, it's where and they send they've them created to. This, yeah, and they've created this just absolute nightmare of a city which let me just let me just state just in case people think we're not saying that australia is (laughs) is isn't whatever he just said we're not saying that is what australia is true true you're right i just want to make that 100 clear (laughs) we love you australia we don't think that about you yes it's true it's true i love australia we're just talking about what could have been i guess yeah, like a historical, like... Uh, like, if, if like, they just said, hey, we're all here, let's just keep doing horrible things, if they were. I don't even know, I don't know the backstory of Australia super well. Like, for yeah, all I, I know, know, it could British have... people threw their prisoners there, Yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, so, I mean, for all I know, they could have been, like, completely innocent people that were sent there, but I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to make any yeah. Yeah. assumptions on that. But that type of thing, where it's like they they gather and they throw they pretty much just dump their prisoners there or like maybe prisoners who like escape they flee to this island and it's become like this pirate haven mm-hmm. thief haven you know like this just dark toe dark dark place and I, what i was thinking is like a punishment like if you if you happen to like betray or get caught you know not not appeasing the government or whatever person or thing that's in charge of it. They like throw you out into the wilderness with like a like the wilderness? Yeah, well they throw you out into the in the wilderness, like into the jungle yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they see how long you can survive as like a form of punishment. And if you can survive like a certain amount of time, then maybe they let you off. Yes. Okay. And I definitely I, I definitely like, like this idea and I definitely want to add to it that it it's like a game show. It's like a Hunger well, Games thing where they have like a magical eye that follows you. Exactly. Yes. And, and they like, 100% are betting on this it. and they are. Yeah. Yes. I love this. That's so good, though. So that's that was my first thought, which I think I like a lot. Are we going to go with that? Is that what we want to do? Yes. Actually, um, this is making me think of Cholt. So Cholt is the place where the um, Tomb of Annihilation is set. Um, and uh, I think... Okay, yes, it's called Port Nyanzaru is the um the kind of uh only real city on the island of Cholt. Um I have the um book and I I might have to pull it out, but um I remember there is some sort of thing like this where it's like um it's like a uh a tournament or something where like you can like earn your freedom by like fighting these monsters and making enough money through like people betting on you and stuff. And that's what this was reminding me of. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 so I like that idea in terms of like, maybe like a fighting arena or something, but I love, I think I like, Oh, I definitely like more them having to go into this jungle. Yeah. Like they just kick you out the front gate and good luck, you know, like there's even a part of me that wants it to be like, they have something you have to go find. Or like so that like it encourages you to like have to go into the into the jungle, mm-hmm. or or do they just like drop you off like blindfold you and they just take you off, like maybe they have like an airship or something and they just like lower you down in the middle of a jungle somewhere random. 
I think they have, I, I think it's like what you were saying, where they kind of just throw you into a random point and you have to try to survive. Um, would they like teleport you or would they like? Uh, yes, I think, it's like, like a, I think it's like a teleport, like a randomized teleport that they just kick you through and it puts you out somewhere in the kind of oh, area. Gosh. Oh, and they could even have like a, like every year they have like a tournament and like, it, it's like how I picture it is this portal would be like, um, almost like like a stockade that you'd have in a normal city. Where, like, mm-hmm. you know how like people sit outside and they like, you know, people throw tomatoes or whatever at them. Mm-hmm. But like, they literally like make this big display and then they just like boot them through. And then like, almost like this public shame where they like, you know, literally push you through this portal. Mm-hmm. But then like, there's like once a year or whatever where like, it becomes like a game and a bunch of people gather around and they have like this celebration before like, 20 30 people or whatever just run through that portal and they try and either make okay, their way so, back to the city okay so hold on okay i okay i got this okay so we the the main thing is it's a a thing for people that get like kind of like the death sentence where they're like or banishment just like banishment you're kicked out there death sentence you go out there and you have to just try to survive right. one time in a year they allow family members to do the test for you. And so family members can instead be pushed out. And if they survive, they grant freedom for their. And so then in this, as oh, we said, interesting. hive of scum and villainy, we have a whole industry of people that will become adopted. And so they're technically become family members, but they're mercenaries that you hired to successfully complete this task. Ah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I like that idea. I like that idea of like somebody can take your place. Do we want it to only be family members? I want it to be family members because I like the idea of this industry working around that and trying to like get adopted and figure out how like like they'll have like fifty year old people like adopting thirty year olds just to fulfill this requirement, just to be like, oh, they're family. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so like they have like loopholes that they can get around it. Yeah, obviously because it's like a criminal city. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just happened to adopt uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> this famous adventurer, and so maybe and like, of course, the system would be the system would totally be skewed. Like you would have, you know, like oh, it would definitely be ridiculous amounts of money you'd have to spend on a mercenary, oh, yeah. and so like you're yeah. not gonna have it if you're if you're poor, you're, it's going to be really hard for you to do that. And so maybe like, that's a fun adventure for the party. Somebody's like, can I like, can we like, and so maybe the party would have to decide, are we going to do this for pretty much no money? That's a fun idea. Yeah. I like that. I like that where they can like, the criminals. Now here's the question though, too. Mm -hmm. Do they do? So I'm picturing, I'm picturing also maybe out in the harbor or whatever. There's like a uh, ask uh, Azkaban. That's Harry Potter. Alcatraz. <laughs> like there's like a terrible prison as well. Mm-hmm. Like where they keep just the, the worst, worst of, of the, the worst. worst. Yeah. Would there be like a a day where they all the prisoners walk out at once and it turns into like a giant like Hunger Games type thing? Um. Like they don't have they don't have any form of punishment like no, like no matter what they deem you like like if you steal something from somebody and you get caught or whatever like you go into this prison this holding chamber until a certain day comes where you and all the other prisoners that get caught you all just have to go through the portal and it turns into like a big Hunger Games type deal. I think. Or do you want it to be more individual basis? I like individual basis, and I think that. I think there are times where people who should not, like, they haven't earned this kind of fate where, like, say, they just run out of room in the prison and they don't they don't care to build anymore. So the weakest ones, they just throw into this, into this portal, said bye. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think every once in a while they just have, like, a mass exodus. Like, maybe. And I'm sure there's also a way that you can, like. multiple different reasons, but. I'm sure there's a way that you can like pay to have like your political rival 
Oh no, they weren't scheduled to go through the portal, but they accidentally got sent. Oh no. Or, oops, looks like you're under arrest. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh no. Like, how did that happen? You must have done something awful. You know, like, just, I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where it's just, I mean, people can get arrested for absolutely no apparent reason because this is a criminal, mm-hmm. terrible city. So, yeah. like, you know, even like, the party would have to be careful like going into this city because you could even do like maybe somebody hired them to like try and get into this city and steal something or learn information and if they get caught like they get arrested and forced through the portal mm-hmm. yeah that would be fun too yeah so, i, I think mean, they can definitely i, I definitely wouldn't make it like that meant to happen i would make it more like Give them opportunities to do things, and then and then through their opportunities, they could easily like anger the wrong person who would pay for absolutely no. It would definitely be like, hey, did you just hit me? Hey, this guy's assaulting guards, and like all of a sudden, things get out of proportion. No, right? Yeah, it would definitely be a like a consequence for your actions type thing. Mm -hmm. Or even maybe possibly failures if you, depending on what mission you were on, like if you were trying to, you know, do any number of things and you ended up failing and somebody ended up c- catching you, or, you know, because I'm sure there'd be people in positions of power who were ruthless and had literally no, no remorse whatsoever. So you would just be tossed to the sharks if they even caught you doing something remotely suspicious or spy-like in their vicinity. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's okay. How did this city form then? So all these people were taken away from nations. What do we want? Like prisoners? Do we want? So I'm I'm thinking yeah. So I'm thinking prisoners. Actually no. Like okay. Exiles. Actually I kind of okay. I want it to be a mixture. So I want it to be this nation. Like I don't think they had bad intentions. I think this nation was just not able to cope. So I think this nation was flooded with, um, with, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the word now. People coming refugees? from other refugees, exactly. So they're okay. they're flooded <laughs> with refugees and a whole bunch of 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 like just this huge influx of people, and this nation was like did not have any sort of like did not have the amount of um, resources required to to provide for this many people. And so they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna launch expeditions to create a, like a sister city or like some other location. And one of the things they did to lower how many people they had to feed was put a bunch of prisoners on there as well. And so okay. it started like this. like this. And then um, there was the the overseer of the prisons, and then there was the mayor. And I think through some dark evil dealings the overseer of the prison has the mayor killed and has himself installed as the mayor. So all of a sudden that job becomes one, the overseer of the prison and the mayor. And so uh, slowly this greedy, horrible bastard (laughs) just just does all these terrible things and kind of solidifies his position and also begins to kind of establish this way of moving up in this new city and that's only through back alley dark dealings yeah okay i like this i i like this there's also a part of me that wants that keeping this kind of story there was like a mass colonization effort to like find a new land or whatever and different individual groups kind of made their way to different areas and the gang of crim- like gang of criminals i don't know if i want it to be like they they killed their competition they like there's a part of me that wants it to be they killed their competition cuz like they wanted their own place to settle in their own place free of strings free of any problems so they didn't want anybody who was remotely good to even settle here on this uh, this land and so they ended up maybe even as like a ceremony like capturing and taking over a bunch of like people who were previously like wanting them to be kicked out of society mm-hmm. and they happened to find this portal and they like pushed them through it i think i mean that, that'd be kind of fun too yeah yeah i like this idea of like a mass exodus from 
a land because it either a couldn't sustain them yeah essentially there was just too many people and too many things to uh this it pretty much caused like the economy to collapse everything to like collapse and die and so they sent out a like huge portion of their population to go and find a place to survive a place to to live now here's the next question too did did many places many groups survive this like was it a difficult journey like over high seas like what 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 are we thinking here sorry you're saying the journey to get there yeah yeah like how did the criminals come to rule over like the people who weren't criminals oh well so so i think the overseer who became the mayor he he realized that the people that were willing to do the jobs that he wanted done were the people in his prisons because they were willing to do the dirty dark deeds that like kill the mayor like rig the election like things like that and so he began slowly releasing more and more of them and imprisoning more and more of the good people who just wouldn't fall in line and so all of a sudden the people in the prison were good people and the people that were that were outside were mostly the criminals okay yeah okay i like this i like this yeah, and then all they they essentially just like left them to, and then eventually they started I mean, they doing were... these entertainment games, releasing these good people into the wild. Eventually, they made it fancy enough that they had a portal they would kick them through. But at the beginning, it was just lock them out of the city and see if they survive. Okay, here's another question then. Did they find this portal, or did did they create this portal? They created Is this portal it. something like I, I think... ancient to the island. No, I think I think uh, I think with uh, with I think every society has magic enough to eventually have a high enough level spellcaster that just boop invests. Okay, so in... yeah, they they made it then they created yes. it. Yes. Okay, yeah, I think I like that better too. I think I like that more as well. Okay, so then all these the criminals essentially were able to take charge and take control. Is this like an island? Is this like a a continent that's unexplored like what do we want i think it's i think it's like a um kind of like chult size so it's it's like i would say half to a quarter the size of australia so still a big island but not massive okay and we know we have to put like a king's burial tomb there like obviously right like we know we have to do that from whoever the previous residents were I just like from an ancient king is like one of the ancient kings has to be there, obviously. Oh, okay. Yes. The ancient. Yes. Yes. The kings of the original. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's got to be one there. <laughs> you could not. <laughs> Wait. Okay. We talked about having one of the like nations or groups in this world be partially advanced. So they found the, the, um, the king who made the, um, uh, constructs. Yeah. And so they found that. And they they have like advanced technologies, even though they're like the worst people. Okay, I okay I like okay, I I like this and I hate this. Mm-hmm. But what I want to do with this is, I'm thinking they didn't they don't know what this technology does or where it came from, but they've made it their own. Like they've put like junker like junker tech together from it. Like they've so like they have like arenas where like you're in junker power suits, like beating the crap out of each other, like tearing apart your junker power suit or whatever. Um, oh, okay. What I would like it to be is um, you're in these power suits and you're fighting against like, I don't know if they have dinosaurs on this Island, but just like some, whatever the big monsters are of this Island, you're able to go fisticuffs with this thing when you're in these power ar- armor. Yeah. I mean, I like, I, I I picture it as instead of like a six foot human being, you're like seven and a half feet tall and like kind of like bulky in this like mm-hmm. steampunk like piece together scrap power armor type stuff. Yeah. Like where you're just like you know, and they look like something out of like uh raider power armor in Fallout, yeah. you know? Like that's just exactly what I was together thinking. scraps. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and they like that's their like advanced tech. And so some of their like best warriors or like mob bosses um, have some of this. And then they have like 
not necessarily, I mean, maybe tournaments, but they have arena battles and stuff where they're fighting, you know, crazy monsters. They're fighting each other and beating each other up in these, you know, like how many men does it take? How many prisoners does it take to kill one of these guys in, you know, power armor type thing? Like who has the best modded power armor? And so it come, turns into this whole thing where there's like an entire, uh, maybe even alley, like maybe it's like the, the street of steam or something like that, where there are these power armor mechanics who are like creating and making these scrap metal um, power armors. Okay, for question. Arena battles for selling like yeah, question this whole for you. black market of what? Question for you. Yeah. Have you seen Chappie? Chappie, no. Okay, it was a movie Wait. about um, people who found about this. cars? No. It was people who found this um, kind of military robot. But these people were just people from just they they weren't I, I think they were like so they were like mechanics, but they weren't like like this was like high grade military tech. Could we also have some like like golems type constructs that they've created that are yeah, strapped so I, to? I think they're also in these battles, the arena battles. So people who don't want to fight in it themselves build these robots. Command like a yeah. Oh, it's so good. No, that's so good. Yeah. It's like the street of street of steam or street of I don't know, but it's like a whole entire street with like warehouses and like mechanics that are like literally creating these robots that, you know, are, use arcane energy and these power armors and stuff. Uh it's an entire like black market in and of itself. I think that's a really cool concept. Mhm. So they found like a treasure trove or like maybe uh, like a section of like if if the wizard whatever when he died like you know maybe a section of his kingdom or whatever was left here or you know who knows but like they found like a treasure trove of these ancient tech and they've like learned from it and started making their own mm -hmm. and like trying to create these just mitch like uh mismatched pieces of junk essentially that enhance your strength and ability and same with the robots and stuff and i think that's super cool yeah yeah this is cool okay okay so, so they they kind of turned robots. it the, they have i was gonna say this kind of turned a little bit into uh i wasn't expecting now we're having a little bit of robots and like power armor <laughs> <laughs> and it's to the worst people which is amazing it's cool no i like that a lot yeah um i just love the idea of like a mob boss like knocking on your door in like raider fallout power armor you know yeah. like like a head mob boss like that'd be terrifying definitely and anyways uh continue what were you saying okay so i was just kind of laying out what we had so we have this island city state was once a jail slash refugee camp became this horrible hive of scum and villainy and um they found the the uh construct creating king's tomb and were able to learn how to Build approximations of what he made. So they made power armor. They made robots. Okay. And w are these people expansionistic is my question. Are okay. these people well, starting to spread out? First and foremost, I had a, an idea okay. with after you're, while you're doing this recap. Mm -hmm. um, what if this place was originally like a um, Alcatraz, kind of like how we had it. Um, they built this prison on an island in the ocean that was next to a bigger island okay like um and this island in the center was like a crashed a giant crashed like piece of tech from the wizard king okay like mm -hmm. eventually kind of grown over with barnacles rocks debris everything kind of gathered around it to make this little island um yeah. the prisoners there had like an uprising and the the guy who's now leading the head of the guy who was the head of the like prisoner rebellion essentially took over this prison and made it his own castle, like his own fortress by killing and taking over all the guards. And then those prisoners and stuff left out of the, the prison and took over the little refugee camp and then started that city. But that prison is now the fortress on the Island. And that guy discovered that underneath this prison that was built on top was this cache of ancient tech. Okay, sorry, who is this person? 
that, just some I don't know some random guy who did like a prison uprising, some random horrible murderer or whatever <laughs> did like a prison uprising. Okay, so now there's they, two groups on this this. Yeah, island. so I'm thinking what they did is they brought prisoners and refugees to this island, right? Mm-hmm. The prisoners they stored away in this like tiny island castle, uh, for like a fortress to keep them in, like an out literally like Alcatraz, right? This big fortress where guards and stuff essentially kept them stuck in this castle, this, like, prison. Um, the prisoners, you know, however many thousands, like, they, a bunch of them were kept in here. They revolted under, like, I don't know, the Bloody Baron or something, some random guy who had some sort of horrible nickname of slaughter and disaster. And they killed all the prison guards, took all their stuff, all their weapons and gear, and then they made their way out of the castle and essentially took over this refugee city and camp. And that's how the city started. Mm-hmm. And so they were pretty much like, if you're not okay with our rulership, we kill you. Okay? And what they did is how it started is they were like, okay, you're not okay. Like, we'll set, we'll separate you into two groups. The group that's not okay, we blindfold. We send them all into the middle of the jungle. Good luck. And that's how that tradition started. The rest got to stay and live as a crime criminal city. With mm-hmm. the head, the Bloody Baron or whatever, living in this once prison is now his castle. But underneath that prison, where they originally built the island, where they thought was once an island, is actually some sort of like crashed piece of tech from the Wizard King. Like some sort of airship or something that had lost tech in uh, in it. And this Bloody Baron or whatever, I don't know what his name is going to be, but for the purposes of this, is Bloody Baron found that tech and started experimenting with it and distributing it around into his criminal empire city. And that's how that whole tech got distributed into the city. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And yeah, he did this whole huge uprising and took over this island, essentially. And then the first, the first people that were sent into the jungle were people who didn't want to live under his rulership. And Do you think they survived? Like Do you think sketchy. there's a third group on this island of People who, who I think it might be fun to have like a secret, like they survived and they were able to thrive. Or, oh, okay, okay. I was thinking like maybe like so. A, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of spoilers for my campaign. So anybody listening, don't anybody who's a player in my game, don't listen to this next part. Uh in my in the world, there is a, uh, it's a, a post-apocalypse and there's this kind of like fogged over forest that's really dangerous has a lot of big monsters in it um and it's just it's known to be dangerous they just found people that were from this enclave or city in kind of hidden in the middle of the forest it's around this giant tree and for some reason around this giant tree there are no like, it just seems like these abominations, these kind of zombie creatures can't get to it or, like, they don't, they don't, they can't get to a certain distance. I have it as a hibernating, like, archfey that is stuck on this planet. And the only way they could protect themselves from these apocalypses was to, to kind of go into this hibernation as this powerful tree. And so maybe they found, like, the people who, who do survive, they found some sort of warlock patron or something that kind of gave them the power to survive okay yeah i mean i like that a lot like i like the idea of like an enclave like a like a group of people who survived maybe they found like some sort of cave system or something and they now live like they're like children of the cave or something and they now like live in this like complex cave complex Mm -hmm. that they've like turned into like a bunker um and they're like It'd be interesting to find like a group of, or even a couple groups of people who have survived from the original. And so, what is what is this bunker? I don't know. Like, I just like I picture like a cave system that they found, and they like barricaded it with palisade wall or whatever. Do you think it has something to do with the king's like tomb? Do you think it's like a second entrance there? That could be interesting. That could be interesting. Like, like it's something that kind of like got cut off long ago. Like there was like a cave in or something. But technically, it's all connected. That could be fun. I like that idea. Yeah, that could definitely be a thing. And it would give the it would give the party another way of trying to get in. Or like it was maybe the wizard king was like fleeing, and he had like a hidden secret 
tunnel and that's his ship crashed as he was fleeing in the ocean and that's where they built the prison on but these guys the guys who were put in the jungle found the like bunker that he was supposed to go to or cave system that he was supposed to hide in um sure okay yeah yeah like i think i i'm I'm pretty much good with either one of those to be honest so i like yeah yeah i mean i like that idea but yeah some sort of weird like little enclave like that is set up you know not not a lot of people like at most Mm -hmm. 100 at most like tiny we're talking small yeah and they've just lived in the jungle now for a long time trying to survive off of whatever they can because they refuse the rule of this guy who essentially took over now my question for you do they help other runners yes yes i think so i think I, I, there's a part of me that wants them to have like some sort of like old wise leader who like can peer into their heart type of thing. Yeah, and like, knows if they're an actual and, horrible person or if they're like. Yes. Yeah, and so this is where the good people. Oh, from the okay, okay. Were hold, sent on, hold on, hold on. I have. Portal. I have an amazing idea for a really cool story arc that can happen here. Yeah, go for it. So they have this old person who, this old seer who can see into the hearts of. They can cast detect thoughts and like kind of read into their mind. I think there is a way of like, I don't know how successful it'd be, but you could partially like start creating change in this city. And I think part of it lies with like, there is someone who is, who is a relative of the person who was supposed to lead this society who was supposed to be the mayor before the overseer took over and somebody yeah, of their like bloodline going on and somebody of their bloodline is in this camp. So you find this yeah, camp no, and you I, could find that, that, Oh, this person is of that bloodline and bringing them back can, can restore the rightful ruler. Like there's a whole thing with that and you can kind of like try to take over the city. Absolutely. I love that. I love that kind of arc storyline. I love those things. Yeah, I would, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah totally yeah and they've like like for some reason like this old wise overseer like this this like guy he can like maybe it's like thoughts or whatever but he like sees into like the true intentions of a person and so like they don't accept obviously like the terrible criminals who are just gonna like murder their you know their group or whatever yes you know do something terrible but they um they uh yeah they are like they like take in the people who are good or they at least try to find them. Yeah. Now, do so they you, have like groups that make their way in and out looking for survivors and people who are sent through the portal. Now, did you? Um, sorry, I should. I, this is something that I, my brain is not working great today. Um, did we have um, this group be have some sort of like warlock patron or anything? Was that a yes I don't or think no? So. On that? Okay. I, I was going to say so. if if not, or even if it was, um, maybe this seer is connected to something like that. And that's how they have this power. Okay, repeat that. Repeat that. So the seer has a connection to some sort of higher power that gives them the ability to see into the soul of a person. Or or another idea would be they found a magical artifact from the what if the they king found like an AI intelligence. Yeah, the, okay, AI intelligence. That's an interesting one. Um, like that he created. And maybe you could upload it into a into like a, a one of the robot bodies from the city if you want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I a like lot of possibilities lot. there. Okay, this is cool, and it wants like uh, freedom. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes. I like that a lot, so much. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay, this is great. Yeah, I love he literally this. found it in that bunker. Yeah. And it it has like it could, it has like a plus twelve to its insight pretty much, and that's how it like tells. It's yep. really good about reading yeah, body totally. language and that kind of stuff and seeing yeah, true no, fear I think that's super cool. versus... And they're like a cool little cult of this like AI uh, art, like AI thing. I mean, not they're not a cult, but you get what I'm saying. I was gonna say, like, they're I kinda, like a little enclave. I don't think they worshipped it, though. I'm thinking, it, no, 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 I'm thinking no. it's a secret of the seer. The seer doesn't tell anybody that it has this. No, no, but, but they're, they... I, I agree, but they're like a little... Um, like cult around this this central figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not a cult, but they're like a little group around this central figure who is essentially bolstered, I guess, or uses this AI. Um, 
yeah i think that's super cool i think that's super awesome yeah yeah this is great i love so this. while the like yeah the the evil bloody baron guy he essentially like found all this like ancient robot tech and stuff that he's now piecing together as this criminal like criminal like gang members essentially mm-hmm. <laughs> like creating this whole entire ring of gangsters and mobsters and then you have the little the guy the little guy in the enclave is using this ai to like try and find the good in the world the good in the island yeah i like that a lot that's really cool yeah i love yeah this is great this is great sweet well <laughs> that took an unexpected turn. it did <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening to episode 43 of dungeoneered heck yeah yeah, we've been doing this a while now. I know. We're going on almost a year. I mean, we still have nine more episodes till it's a year, but yes. Almost. Almost yeah. there. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, if you listen to us on any podcasting app that has ratings and reviews, please write a review. It really helps us and it brings more engagement to the to the podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is I, this has been a wonderful journey so far. I, I've I've enjoyed it. I thoroughly. love what we're creating. Yeah. I love this podcast. This is great. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it as well. It's been a really fun ride, even though you know, even <laughs> though we're just a tiny little budding podcast. Yep. I hope we kick off, but honestly, just what we've been creating is fun enough for me. So. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you for listening, everyone, and always remember to be the sharpest barrel in the bunch. See you next time. See ya!